Welcome back to the Dry Podcast with me, Matt Pink, aka the Better Life Guy, and my glamorous host, Crystal Day. Crystal Day, how are you? Hello, I'm very good. Thank you, Matthew. Thank you for the warm welcome. I love doing these podcasts. We get to have a nice catch up, get to say hello to the community, and hopefully inform some newbies what we're all about. How's your week been? It's been intense. It's half term. So having yes. so many kids and having so much to do and having a job that never stops is intense. There's no way or shape or way around it. Um, it's been pretty heavy, but I can't complain. I've, I've enjoyed myself. I've got control of things that I can control in terms of sleep, what I'm eating, exercise, etc. So I'm doing all the good things well. And I'm feeling quite optimistic about the spring being around the corner and uh how are you how are you oh, where, are, yes. where are you more importantly yeah i am also on half term i'm currently in chroma and as we record this podcast i'm looking at the i'd like to say beautiful north sea right now very rough gray north sea but still very grateful to be by the seaside no less yeah we're having a little family holiday and yeah it's even when the weather's bad it's something about being by the sea. It's just absolutely gorgeous. But I have to confess, I'm normally pretty hardcore when it comes to getting in cold water. And I've had my feet in and my legs, but I haven't been able to bring myself to do a full plunge this time. It's six degrees, which is pretty cold as far as cold water swimming goes. So there's still tomorrow morning. Maybe if the sun's out, I might brave it, see if I can get in and out. But yeah, we're having a lovely time, thanks. You wimp. You're usually like, you're you telling me you stay in there too long. You need to get hypothermia. I know. I don't know what's going on with me. I'm just, it's probably the whole psychological thing. You know, it is when you overthink these things and you're sort of dipping in your toe in and thinking, oh, can I, can't I? Oh, I feel like I'm going to have to do it now. I don't like yeah, being called a wimp. I'm challenging <laughs> you to do it. Right. Okay. I will report back next next week on the podcast. Find out. Return to see whether Crystal went in the North Sea or not. <laughs> oh, I'm going to Scotland, aren't I, with the off the sesh lads and i'm going to be getting in the bloody lake in scotland in february in yes March. so if i can do it and i'm the biggest cold water wimp there is you can definitely do it yeah that is true to be fair maybe i'll have to do it to give you a bit of encouragement but yeah it's one of those things isn't it it seems to go hand in hand with the alcohol free life it's like i know i'll take a break from alcohol and i'll start going water all the time <laughs> it's yeah. uh yeah it is a good it feels good afterwards it might not feel good at the time but it does feel good afterwards yeah it's one of the things i am deterred I, I bought a bath i went in the bath the bath leaked and i've never been back in the bath because i can't bother to wait for it to fill up just to leak again and i couldn't bother <laughs> to send it was one of those really shit cheap ones that i just thought i, I sent them an email saying it leaks and they've said can you please send picture evidence show the video of it leaking like you know they put loads of barriers in front of you you know and then pay oh. for it to post back you know like, oh, i'll forget it i'll get see i'll see if my father-in-law can fix it with a puncture repair kit at some point it probably won't come out again until the hottest day of the year or something like that and then i might <laughs> i might do it again <laughs> use it as a paddling pool exactly but yeah i do i do get the. i, I would love to get into it but I mean, I don't know. Do you think there's going to be a cold plunge graveyard in a few years' time where people have just gone, uh, like, it's the moment's gone now? 
I do think, yeah, I think there is a big trend for it at the moment. But I do think since COVID, we have become a much more outdoorsy country. And I think, you know, being cooped up, it made us, it forced us to wrap up warm, get outside, it made us appreciate nature. We wanted to feel that connection to the earth. So I, I do think some things have changed and will stay for good. Do I think, you know, there's going to be as many people doing ice baths in a couple of years? No, I don't. But what I do love to see is, you know, I'm in Norfolk in February, it's freezing. But when it's not raining, the tables and chairs are out on the promenade. There's people sitting out there wrapped up, people getting their coffees, walking. It's, it's a real change. I've really noticed that since COVID. Have you found that? Definitely. We were in Brighton last week, weren't we, or the week before? And I mean, granted, we were blessed with probably the warmest day ever in Brighton in February. It was almost tropical. Um, <laughs> but but there was, you know, on the Beautiful. promenade there, there were so many people out and about. Like, And the next day as well, when I was out with the kids in Brighton, it was like, wow. It's like, it was like European. Every, you know, the, the restaurants were full mm. on the outside, empty on the inside. Um so yeah, I agree. Yeah, with you. you're right. It is that European vibe, isn't it? That's exactly it. And the sort of yeah. Scandi, we've nicked a bit of the Scandi vibe as well. Yeah, we like doing that. We're good at that. We're not very good Feeling at from um, our cultures. Yeah, yeah, exactly. What I was going to say to you, what <laughs> what we were going to say to each other this week, and I think it's quite an important topic, is um, I just wanted to discuss uh, mood and how how alcohol removing alcohol from your life obviously uh, we talk often about how it positively impacts it in every single way but mm. there are still down days there are still sad days there's still really hard days because life is bloody hard you know we're going through a nightmare with the economy we don't know what's happening with the war and the world and you know we don't know what's happening in you know, people are very nervous and you know the recession we're officially in recession and yeah, everything's very tough. Mm. It's, it's really up against us. And the weather's not great. And, you know, this time of year, particularly, people have been cooped up inside. You know, and people have been suffering with the low, lack, of, lack of sun exposure and, and whatever else. It just feels like um, pretty tough for some people. A lot of people, and I know that from coaching people, and I know that from speaking to people, and I know that from feeling like it myself some days. Um, and granted, I am a generally positive mm. person. I am, I am what I am. I, I am always quite upbeat but my way of dealing with you know sometimes when I feel rubbish is to be even more upbeat because that makes me feel better and to I'm overly optimistic a lot of the time which it, I don't know if that's a strength or a weakness but what I would say is it's going so will not get rid of all your sad days. I definitely think that's a strength and that is very true mm. yeah and I, but I think um speaking to you <laughs> speaking to you uh, is a very different story, but but you're, I would say you're, yeah, you're you're a very positive, optimistic person as well. When we get together, we're super like we're like crazy optimistic together. We're we're excited yeah. kids, and that's what I love about you. But obviously, you're quite open about your own sort of mental health and stuff, and you've been through a lot recently as well. So I thought it's important for us both to just have a chat about and recognize the importance of it's okay to feel down, uh, mm. and it's, alcohol is still not the answer. Yeah, exactly. And you, like you say, I've always been quite open about how really negatively alcohol impacted my mental health. And 
that was my main driver for, you know, starting to experiment with taking breaks. And then this went on for years and I kept coming back to it. And it actually took me quite a long time to see the correlation, you know, between how bad I felt with anxiety and depression and the link that, you know, that was when alcohol was played a heavier role in my life. And so it got to the point where I decided that I wanted to completely remove it. And I think, you know, people often refer to those early sober days as the pink cloud. You know, you're on this beautiful pink cloud and everything feels incredible. It's so exciting. You've got this newfound energy and time and your anxiety and depression might seem like it's completely disappeared and life just feels amazing. And it's obviously wonderful to experience that. But I think, like you said, it's so important that we are real about it. And you might experience the pink cloud and you might not. And if you don't, you're perfectly normal because everybody's different. But yeah, there comes a point, I think, if you've been on that pink cloud and you start to come back down to reality a bit as you've been on your sober journey for longer, And you realize that, oh, okay, I might still suffer with bouts of anxiety or depression, or I might just have generally low days. And actually, yeah, because you're a human being. And I think that's what we need to remember. You know, sometimes I think social media can portray removing alcohol from your life as a cure for everything, you know get rid of your anxiety, no stress, no anxiety, no depression. And yeah, the reality of it is sometimes, like you said, life is bloody hard. And I think for me, I can sometimes almost forget how bad those hangovers were for me because I think it affected me really badly sort of, you know, on the mental side. But also I think I didn't deal very well with metabolizing the alcohol physically. So those physical symptoms would make me feel quite anxious and, you know, physically bad as well as mentally bad. And sometimes I think, you know, years down the line, you can just forget how awful those hangovers were and how, that increased everything it's always it's never going to make anything better you know that's what I try and remind myself is that a drink yeah it might give you a temporary feeling of numbness it might help you to escape but it's you know you're borrowing from tomorrow it's still going to be there tomorrow your problems and let's be honest it's probably going to be even worse so yeah I'm glad that we're having this chat what what are your thoughts on it I think that the, I quite often talk about the well-being baseline being raised because I that's that's a great way that I I visualize it in my mm. own head. But when you remove booze, basically, if you, you nine times out of ten, you've got if you imagine a baseline, you know, at zero on a graph, you know, and and everyone's sort of like living on that baseline. But what happens is you drink and you you start dipping in. You start the, the graph goes downwards below zero, so minus one, minus two, minus three, and the more you drink. And then what happens is you start to feel better and you come out, you hang over and you exercise. Maybe you start to work your way back up and you're just basically bouncing up and down from zero down to minus 10, if you like, constantly. And it's only when you stop boozing that you go from zero to one and zero to two and your baseline starts moving up a bit. And therefore you are feeling better every single day. There's no, there's no doubt that everything is better. Shit day sober is much better than a shit day hungover there's no there's no doubt about that um but having said that obviously you do still it's life happens life is cyclical there's there's great ups and with great 
we love it when it's up. We love it when it's happy. We love it, we love it when everything's going right and it feels good and it feels easy. But you can't, like, I do believe that with every up, there's a down. And it's the same with every birth, there's a death. And, you know, with every, with every wedding, there's a divorce. Or It's just the way our world is set up. It's set up in a right balanced way. And you can't have the light without the dark. So I think you are far better um once you stop drinking you're far better in a better place to be able to deal with the stuff that comes your way you're far stronger you've had a good night's sleep probably or a better night's sleep you're probably exercising probably looking after yourself a bit more you're built much stronger to deal with adversity or whatever comes bang smack you in the face um if you're hungover you're broke you've got money troubles your relationships on the floor and then you get a big bang in the face you're going to be more likely to get knocked out um so yeah it's that's my view on it is that it's almost like every day is a bit of a, a game to try and build myself to be stronger for when the inevitable have stuff does happen that's negative we're, yeah. we're in a good place to deal with it but you know that's not that doesn't help if you're having a shit day and you're sober because you you sometimes get a little sulk on don't you and think well i'm sober for god's sake why am i not why am i feeling down it's, it's not in the script <laughs> Well, for me at the moment, I'm not in a sulk about alcohol. I'm in a sulk about sugar. Because oh, you're break. I can't hear any of that. That's, so, yeah, and again, that's not a healthy coping mechanism to me. Sorry, Crystal, none of that worked. I didn't hear any of it. So I don't know if it came through, but what were you saying about sugar? Oh, sorry. Can you hear me right now? Yeah, go on. I was just saying that I feel a bit of a sulk about sugar because I'm trying to, you know, drink and yeah, and I know it's not the healthiest coping mechanism, but when you feel down and then you sort of think, oh, okay, let's let's get even healthier. And um, yeah, it's just interesting. And so it really helps me to sort of re-empathize with people who are struggling, you know, to take a break from alcohol and just to remind you of how it feels when you don't have that crutch. And I think one of the interesting things that people find is when you first go on this journey and you might then realize that you're using alcohol as your coping mechanism it might be what you used out to forget the pain of anything it might be your social crutch but then you you have to find other ways you have to find other ways to deal with emotions um you know people often go development and it is it's a big journey but also yeah exciting but tricky but there are, are ways you know we just need to find new ways to to do things differently don't we yeah and accept accept what's going to come your way as well like plan prepare and accept for the inevitable good and bad mm. and don't i said this to you earlier about resisting didn't i i think a lot of people live in a state of resistance and i think Mm. what what you resist persists and it's just sometimes you don't even know what you are resisting and that's where the the work comes in but once you do start figuring it out put your finger on ah oh, i'm resisting that i'm not happy because my best friend's not speaking to me i'm not happy because i've got a 10 grand tax bill i'm not happy because i've put on some weight whatever it is stop being unhappy with it and let let it go you know it is what it is if there's nothing if, and then you look at it from a different mindset if you know what i mean 
otherwise you're continuously bashing your head against the wall, which isn't helpful. But that's um, that's what works for me, sort of acceptance of what will be. Yeah, I think that's so important. And Eckhart Tolle, who wrote my favourite book ever, The Power of Now, and his whole life is built around the only moment we have is what's happening right now. And to be fully present, we have to be accepting. We have to accept the moment as it is. We have to try as much as we can to let go of the past and the future, the stories that we're constantly telling ourselves. And, you know, in the next step, we do a lot of work on looking at our thought patterns and our beliefs. And, you know, the whole phrase about change your thoughts, change your life, it's so true. It's the stories that we consistently tell ourselves form our reality and our thoughts are so important and yeah I just think that word acceptance there is really really key yeah completely agree and the pink cloud as well is like I think that I think my view on that is completely made up but I sorry the pink cloud is not made up my view is made up and my view is that the pink cloud is there is almost like nature's way of helping you get through those early weeks and months the same as i think mm. the placebo effect i remember drinking now coffee beers in the early days and i was getting it. i was like standing up like what is yeah. in but unfortunately they don't have that effect anymore but i think i think with that it is a temporary thing but it does feel good at the time and it does really enhance everything you're doing and makes you really get behind it and want to stick to it long term so yeah i think um I think the pink cloud is a is a really good thing to bring up. In fact, we should probably do another whole episode on that because uh, a lot of people, yeah, a lot of people talk about it, don't they? Yeah, that's a good shout. Yeah, we'll come back to that for sure. But yeah, um, I just think yeah, enjoy it while it lasts if you have the pink cloud. Yeah, exactly. Well, speaking of the next step, I'm going to about to go and do the next step course. Um, you're not going to be on it because you're going out for dinner on holiday, as you should be. Um, <laughs> and yeah we've got lots of things coming up we're in Birmingham in two weeks I think it is two weeks and two days yes yes so can't wait for that the one ledge, the ledge that is Keith um, so if there's a free event guys if you want to come down and see us all the details for that are in the app I think they might be on the, the Instagrammer as well um, yeah they are got- and this Sunday actually we've got running dry lips as well which is now sold out but it looks like it's going to be a fab event so look out on the insta and in the app for photos and videos and yeah see if you fancy it for next time because rich has done a fab job putting that together running yoga coffee cake chats i mean what more could you want loves it don't he? we need to get him on the podcast actually i'll, I'll send him a message after this yes um, let's do it all right Darling, well, great to catch up with you. Sorry if you, anyone had any interference there, but um, we are sort of in different parts of the country, so it's a bit of a bit of a signal issue at times. But yeah, um, I hope you enjoyed it, and uh, don't forget you can download the app for free, and don't forget we do this every single Friday. So we'll be back next Friday, and we'll see some of you in Birmingham, hopefully in a couple of weeks. And get in the app, get posting, get engaging, and we've got loads more stuff coming up. And the Dry Fest tickets will be out next week as well. So loads Woo-hoo! going. On. All right. Take care, guys. Thanks for listening. Bye, everyone.